Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thanks so much for popping on. Truly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, I'm on YouTube. So if you want to watch me, just go to YouTube, search DeHuff Uncensored, and again, hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, as well as Blake Street Tavern. Today's podcast, we're going to get into the Denver Broncos. We got mini camps going on. We got training camp right around the corner. It's just a very special and just very important time for the Denver Broncos, as well as all these other teams across the NFL. But there's a lot that we need to be paying attention to as Denver Bronco fans. And one of the big things, let's kind of let's kind of backtrack a little bit. So one of the big topics going around is Peyton Manning because the with the new ownership coming in, they've had meetings with Peyton Manning and essentially going, hey, would you be interested in hanging out with us and doing some sort of role with the Denver Broncos? And what I find interesting is the more you think about it, the more questions pop up. What's in it for Peyton Manning? Why would he do this? Well, one, it seems like he just loves Colorado and the Denver Broncos more than the fucking Indianapolis Colts. I know Indianapolis is very special to him, but man, I think he's in love with this city and this fan base and this franchise. So I think that he would be very inclined to be a part of the organization. But how much is he willing to be a part of it? I here here's the thing. If he becomes if he's just a figurehead where he's just going around and be like, "Hey, I'm part of the team. Uh, I'm just kind of an ambassador for the team." and shows up places representing the team and stuff like that. How much time is that going to take away from his other things that he has going on? And let's be honest, Peyton Manning's a very, very busy guy. He's always doing commercials, which he's great at, and I hope he continues to do all those commercials because anytime he's in commercials, he's great. Did you see him when he was on SNL this past um, spring? It was really good. He's really fucking funny when he's talking about, oh, God, I don't remember what TV show. It's a TV show I've never seen of, seen or heard of, but he did a great job. He didn't talk sports once, <laughs> and it was great, and it was hilarious. He's a funny motherfucker, and I hope he continues to do that stuff. But is he willing to drop that? part of his life to go all in on the Broncos and continue uh, and just work with the Broncos. Would he be able to continue to do his Manning cast? That's very popular. Would he be willing to part ways with that in order to continue or, or begin working with the Denver Broncos as we'll just say ambassador for right now. Cause I feel like that's something he could do a good job with and it, and I don't think it'll be too much of a grind for him. But I don't know if that's what he would want to be doing. Would he want to be have a more in-depth role with the team? 
I feel like that's a, the answer is no, because look what he's doing now. He's enjoying life. He's being more hands-on as a, as a parent and, and, and a, a spouse. He's doing whatever the fuck he wants. I can't imagine that he would do something that is going to soak up too much of his time. As much as we all trust that he would do a good job with the Broncos in helping be a consultant of some sort or, or whatever, I'm wondering, does he really want to do that? And, and I feel like that the answer is no. We would like it, but I don't know if that's the case. He lived and breathed football for his entire fucking life. And now he has the experience of other things in life and enjoying life and being a popular uh, asset to, to companies to be a, you know, a sponsor, sponsor voice. I mean, he, he's just anything he's anything he touches is gold right now. He's got the Midas touch Peyton Manning does as far as advertising goes. I just don't see the appeal truly as much as he loves Colorado, I don't see the appeal for him to go full in, all chips in on doing something that's going to consume a lot of his time in focus. I don't, I don't see him doing that with the Denver Broncos franchise. I could see him doing something that is like, hey, you got 20 hours a week, Peyton, and you can be an ambassador, you know, kind of just do a couple videos here and there for, for us. We know you got your other things going on. We know you got your family going on. Could you at least do this for us? And I think I could see that. That way it's not completely taking away from everything else. As much as we want him to be a huge part of the Denver Broncos, I don't see it happening. I could be way wrong on this, but I, I just... Mm. Just don't see it happening. Don't see it happening. One thing that is, we'll move on from that. Because I could be way off on that. It will be interesting to see what Peyton Manny does. But if I were to place bets, I would use that. I, I would say that he won't. That he won't do something that's going to consume too much of his time. He has a taste of quote-unquote freedom why would he want to go back into the, I, and I know he loves football, he breathes football, and he's just so brilliant when it comes to football, but man, now he's just realizing, I'm really fucking good at all these other fucking things too. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what Peyton Manning does, and if he does decide to go to the Broncos and say, listen, I, I use me, abuse me. Just, I want to be part of this, this franchise and where it's headed. I mean, great. Good for him. I'll embrace that. I just don't see it happening. One thing that's been kind of spinning around and it's kind of taken the back, back, been put on the back burner for conversation is Russell Wilson's contract. Wilson has two years and $51 million left on his four-year $140 million extension that he signed back in 2019. So he has a cap hit of 24 million in 2022 and 27 million in 2023. Uh, so, but 
as far as quarterbacks go, it's significantly less than everybody else around the league. There was a rumor, and then Mike Kliss kind of squashed it, but the rumor was that Russell was looking for five years, $250 million, which is roughly right around $50 million a year. While I appreciate what Russell Wilson brings to the table, and let's look at that for a second. He's, he's an amazing leader. He commands respect when he comes onto the field or into, a, into the locker room. You got to respect him. Okay? As far as I know, he's an amazing person. You can't help but respect him. He's a great player. Amazing player. But here's the problem. If you start paying people a shit ton of money, one person a shit ton of money, guess what? That takes away from all the other positions. If you're paying him $50 million a year because of the salary cap, if, you, if he's taking a, a big chunk of that salary cap, guess what? You're left with less money to pay everybody else. It's like in any business, if you have a budget and all of a sudden you just go, fuck, man, we just have to buy a, a whole new grill for the restaurant plus a whole new cooler and walk-in cooler that we weren't expecting for whatever reason. Guess what that means? It means we can't afford to do all these other little things. Or if we get these other little things, they're going to be on the cheap. Same fucking thing. As much as I want Russell Wilson to be the Denver Broncos quarterback, I don't want the Denver Broncos to break the bank for him. I think that's bad news for this franchise. The Denver Broncos could finally get their, their quarterback with Russell Wilson, and he plans on being here till the day he retires, and that's great. I love that. But here's the problem. If he's going to fucking squeeze the Denver Broncos franchise for all this fucking money, that's going to fuck the team. And yeah, he might be playing well. He might, you know, be making a lot of money. He might be happy. What are, what's the likelihood if he's making $50 million plus, whatever it might be, a season, and we can't afford any other great players? If we can't afford other great players, what the fuck does it matter to have Russell Wilson around? Because eventually what's going to happen is, we're, the, the, I keep saying we, but they're not going to have enough great players to accomplish shit. That's the problem with overpaying a player. What's going to happen is they're going to end up relying on the draft more and more because he's, he's soaking up all this money, which he's a good player. I get it. But what happens is you're going to start losing people like Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and Jerry Judy eventually, you're going to end up losing all these great players around him, and then it, then what do you get? You got a bunch of rookies in here, and you're hoping to God that you can accomplish something with these rookies because you know how the draft is, and you, it's a crapshoot. 
Guy did well in college, looks good on tape, gets to the NFL, and just shits his pants because it's a lot different. So that's what worries me about Russell Wilson getting a fat contract. Is there a way for them to structure this so that he gets what he's worth and wants to continue to play here, but he doesn't kill us in the in the long run? Man, I, I, I hope there's a way that they can do that. I really do. Because that, that would be annoying as fuck to a, a longtime Denver Bronco fan like me. Finally get a quarterback, but guess what? Now we can't have anybody good around him because he's so fucking expensive. Then what? Then we're just squeaking into the playoffs and then just can't do anything in the playoffs because there's really just nobody with experience to lead the way or just guys just aren't that good. Once you get a good player, guess what? Their contract's up and then you can't afford to pay them what they're worth. Because one guy's hogging up all the money. Or maybe you get a really good offense built. But now you got a shit defense because you can't afford to pay your guys. That's what worries me. That's what worries me. And I know it's just one of those things I'm sure would in George Payton I trust. I'm sure he can work it out in some capacity. But that's something we need to watch out for. And, and it also tells me a little bit something about Russell Wilson. If he goes in there like and he wants to be paid $50 million, isn't that like what Aaron Rodgers is getting paid? It's like $51 million a year, some whacked out shit like that. I get it. Teams are willing to pay for it. But is it really worth it? Because eventually it's just it's going to wear down the entire team. Because you're going to lose great players. They're going to go somewhere else that has a quarterback that or wherever that doesn't isn't overpaying for too many players. I don't know. I, I don't I don't like it. It worries me because the Denver Broncos are my team and I want to see them do well. You may be listening to this and disagree with me. Let me know to huff uncensored at gmail.com. I just don't think. That's a good move for the Denver Broncos to overpay for Russell Wilson. And kind of going back, I kind of lost track, but it does tell you, like, is he all about making money or is he about winning? I want a quarterback. I want players for the Denver Broncos that are about winning. Put the team first. I understand that somebody wants to pay you $50 million a year. I get that. That's great. And on one hand, I'm saying the money's there. Run and take it. If somebody's willing to pay you for that, Run and take it. But on the other hand is like, really, what are you here for? If you want to be here another eight years or so, Russell Wilson, take a discount. Or I should say, don't fucking kill the team because you want a bunch of uh, money in your pocket. Figure out a different way to get that money. And it where you can build a great team around you. We're going to get more into the great team around Russell Wilson here in a second. But first, summer is here, and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook 
already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. That's awesome. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the men in McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Nay on the whole intro-web thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the men of Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's a Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches sports. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. And they also do curbside pickup. And they have online wine education classes. Total Beverages are just awesome. So you got to stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total beverage, everything you need, and more. While I'm concerned about the Russell Wilson contract and what that can mean in the long run, short term, sure, it might be fine, but in the long run, it could be devastating to the Broncos. But right now, when you look at as mini camp and training camp are, are getting going, training camp's right around the corner, mini camps are going on right now, the things you should really be watching for to see how they're developing and listening for and reading for as you read, like, say, great articles with Mile High Sports, go to milehighsports.com. And we got a lot of guys and ladies out there covering the Denver Broncos and writing a lot of great articles. One, there's like two things that really stand out to me that are really important. I, I trust in the defense right now. I think that's pretty solid especially of Patrick Sertan back there. I, I, I'm hearing from players that, that are like, wow, he was great in his rookie year. He's even better now. That's pretty phenomenal. I can't wait to see what he puts out onto the football field. When the games count, I can't wait to see that because it sounds like he's a new, like he's almost a, a new player, even though he was so fantastic in his rookie season. So I'm excited to see that. But let's look at the offensive side. I'm really concerned still with the offensive line. We have Russell Wilson back there. That's great. Great news. The Denver Broncos have a legit quarterback. It's been a while. Okay. Not since Peyton Manning. But the Broncos have a legit quarterback now. Can the Broncos' offensive line keep him protected? That's a big fucking deal. I want to make sure that, that that's the case. That is always my big concern with an offense is the offensive line. You have a shit offensive line, you are not allowing the quarterback to, to see what he needs to see and do what he needs to do. If you're just making them rush their decisions... Guess what happens? Bad things. Usually bad things happen. 
So I think it's really important for us to focus on the offensive line and really go, okay, are they improving? Are they a good offensive line? Because I I don't believe in this offensive line that much. I want to believe, but Garrett Bowles is still, I'm still, I still have doubts about Garrett Bowles. If he has a great season this season, I will put that to rest. I will not have any more concerns. I know that last year they clear across the board. They decided not to do as many holding calls. Okay. That's what he was notorious for before. He also tends to make stupid penalties when he gets, when he gets uh, slapped around a little bit. And he always has that look on his face like, what? Huh? Me? No, no. Like, Garrett, come on, pull your head out of your ass. I'm a little concerned about him. But that being said, I still believe in him, and I think he can do well. It's just I'm one of those persons like was last year a fluke type of thing. I don't want this year for him to go backwards. If he continues and has a great season, or if he just has an even better season than last, okay, I'll shut my mouth on Garrett Bowles then. I still, things can be flukes. You can have a fluke season. We'll see. That's something that we all need to keep an eye on is the offensive line as a whole. Is it better? We'll see. But the other thing that I think is interesting is the weapons that are at the disposal of um, uh, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton. Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, and let's not forget about K.J. Hamler. What is K.J. Hamler's role going to be for the Denver Broncos? I feel like they, they could use Hamler. Obviously, he's the fourth receiver, but use him. I mean, he's a fast motherfucker. Use him with punt returns or kick returns every now and then. Get him in there. He's a speedy motherfucker. But it's going to be interesting. When you look at that, those four guys, that is a great lineup. And I really love Patrick and, and Sutton. Jerry Judy has a lot to prove this year. I feel like that he's going to take a giant step forward. K, KJ Hamler, I mean, he's a guy that we need to keep an eye on. And I'm very excited to see what he does. I mean, let's be honest. If all these guys are just rock solid, all four of those guys, I don't see why we don't have success, especially when you have Javante Williams running the rock for the for the Broncos. And again, that kind of goes back to the offensive line. Is the offensive line opening the proper holes for the running back? Because if we have a solid run game and the, and the passing game's on fire too, holy shit, watch out for the Denver Broncos offense. But there's a lot that goes into that, obviously. And as we go through training camp and, and mini camps and all that stuff, really start paying attention to who's doing well. And I think the offensive line, it starts with the offensive line, obviously. If, if the offensive line is solid, that is great news for the Denver Broncos. And expect the Denver Broncos, like I've said before, to be a championship contender. If the, if, if the offensive line 
has holes and, and is leaky, that's going to bug the shit out of me. And I don't see the Broncos doing very much in the playoffs. I do expect them still to get to the playoffs. But I don't want Russell Wilson to be running around like a chicken with his head fucking cut off. The offensive line needs to fucking dominate this year. They need to dominate. Shut every motherfucker up that sits there and questions their abilities. Shut them up. Shut me up. Because right now, I just, I'm not like, I'm not sold on the offensive line. I really, by the way, I am really excited to see what Javante Williams does this year. I mean, he seems like a special dude. I really like to see him just, just blow up some more because that motherfucker is a beast. Has a little bit of Bo Jackson in him in the sense of you don't want to get on his bad side because he will fucking run you over. That's just, I don't know. I love watching Javante Williams run. Kind of, kind of reminds me a little bit of Bo in that sense. Uh, so a, a lot to to digest with that episode, with this episode. I mean, it's it's really interesting to think about what is, what's Peyton Manning's role going to be if he decides to jump on board with the Denver Broncos for a more common, more more uh, you know role, big role with the Denver Broncos. It's going to be interesting. Does does he really want to do that? I know we want him to. But do you put yourself in his shoes? Would you want to do that if you're him? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And everybody I've talked to, it's still, it's it's not a solid decision. It's not a no-brainer decision. We need to watch out for Russell Wilson's contract. That could fucking screw the, the whole franchise. It could. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. Fuck. I'm just being realistic with it, guys. Anytime a player soaks up a lot of money, I mean, guess what happens? Eventually, everybody around him starts to fade away. And you got to just replace those positions with young guys that are really cheap and inexperienced. And that can either benefit you because maybe you get a good guy in, a, in the draft who's just this special player, or you just get somebody basic. You don't want a bunch of basic players playing for your team. You want a bunch of great players. And it's just, what is their end game? What what do they want to do? Do they want to make a lot of money for the Denver Broncos? Or do they want to make some championships for the Denver Broncos? What do you want? Which is it? Because I don't feel like you can have both. Not for very long anyway. So that's something to keep an eye on. And, and of course... Uh, offensive line in the receiving core are things that I really want to see what ends up happening through these mini camps and training camps, all that stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. If you can give it a good re- rating for me, thanks to Superbook sports, Blake street tavern, and of course, total beverage. It's to huff on censored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Truly appreciate it. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.